0: Y'all, it's football time in Tennessee, man. This week, I have just felt like a completely different human. I woke up. I swear, it's like 60s. It's not like 80 in the morning anymore. I wake up. I see the, the people outside cutting the grass. I wake up. I just see people smiling. They must know that they got something, that there's something going on in Knoxville, Tennessee, I'm so excited. It's, it was yesterday was the first day of practice, right? Yesterday was the first day of practice. Yeah. I had to bring back the old school starter. I had to wear it on a one-time <laughs> term. It's football time, bro. Bro, it don't
1: seem real honestly. 20,
0: it, 29 it, days. It didn't seem real till
1: yesterday, in my opinion. And then you you see like the all the player interviews and Hopple's interviewed, Hogley really interviewed, Tim Banks, all the interviews, and it's like, man, we this got a rock You you we you made, you said it. You know you <laughs> you made the comment today. Like got the Coke bottles out there, you know. Yeah, but, they got the
0: discreet. <laughs> listen, y'all, we got a lot to talk about today, man. Happy Thursday! It's your boys from Straight Up Tennessee, man, and tap in with us. Let's get it. today man to straight up tennessee it's your boy ruck in the building joined by my guy turner himself man y'all know what to do if you're watching on youtube right now go ahead and like comment subscribe man hit that bell notification right now join the channel man you could be a part of the straight up tennessee family for as low as 99 cents a month Get early access to all of our videos, man. You get a a little entry right now, man. First 25 people that join the channel actually get to hop straight into our Discord server where it is about to start heating up as the season gets closer. Y'all, 29 days away, man. We are already in there just talking about how excited we are. Join, man. Lock in with us. But also, man, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, man, we're glad you're listening. Rate this thing five stars. Let the people know why they need to be listening. To straight up Tennessee, baby man. Just like Turn said earlier, though, you 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 put the Coke bottles out on on the on the podium. Josh Hyper walks up to the podium, y'all. It's football time, man, in Tennessee. I, I'm I'm just excited. I'm so excited, man. Man, I will say, I'm so glad they got
1: the the um the media a microphone
0: this year. Yeah, I don't know if so you can I don't actually know if hear everything. That. Y'all yeah,
1: do In the past, I'm like, what they say.
0: Yeah, uh, like they pass, they pass say. a microphone now around the room, so you yeah, can hear but, the question and you can hear what Hypo's answering. It's beautiful. I mean, goodness <laughs> gracious, they don't have millions and millions of dollars to do that, do they? Right, right. Goodness gracious, y'all. Listen, man. If y'all um have been just disconnected from the world or whatever it may be, uh, Tennessee started practice yesterday on Wednesday, man, and it, it's just. We probably have one of the top five best content creation teams I've Dang. ever seen, bro. They're just, they're nasty. On top of it, bro, it's it's fire. I mean, you see everything from practice. You get to see a glimpse of new guys. You get to see a glimpse of Coach Hypel just getting everybody locked in. You know, uh, it was either Rocky Top Insider or VolQuest. You know, they post all of their videos from practice. You know, they get the mm-hmm. opportunity to meet with all the young kids. And, and, um, yesterday, you know, they got the opportunity to talk to like eight freshmen. Um, I can't remember all of them. I know it was two offensive linemen. I know Khalifa Keith got in there, on Bradley, David Hobbs, Tyree Weathersby. Um, you know, you got to talk to a, a few of those guys. But then the day before, on Tuesday, before everybody had to, re- you know, everybody reported to camp on Tuesday, and then Wednesday was the first day of camp. So on that first day of reporting, you know, they took all their team photos. They did all of that. And Josh Heupel met with the media. And um, you can just tell, like, he's always had this kind of swag to him. You know, like, yeah. I'm confident, even in year one, when he he knew we weren't really, like, we were going to be okay. He he thought we would be okay, and we did end up being, like, all right. We was all right, you know, seven and six finish, but he was confident in year one, and now it's year three, and there's just a different kind of confidence that the way he speaks about this team, man. It's a different demeanor. Massive. Dude, I I, it's, I
1: don't know, bro. Just hearing the coaches talk today, too, man, like, and even even Hopple, like, in his – you know, conference, you know, it's just like, he, he said, you can, one of the things that poked at me is like, you can not to just jump right into it, but it was like, you can tell that there's competition. Oh yeah. Like on the field. Like it ain't just like, Hey, you show up, you're going to get it. Like we ain't, you know what I mean? Like there's competition. You're going to have to work for it.
0: Yep. And, and that's what I love is this year, more than any year that I can remember, even when, We had those good teams when Butch was here with with AJ and Kurt and 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 Josh and Jalen Hurd and Alma Kamara. Like we really weren't that deep, though. Right. Like you you had I'm thinking specifically about 2016. Right. You had. Ethan Wolf at tight end. Nobody was really behind him. Right. Mm -mm. You had Josh Malone. You had Palmer. You had uh, 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 Josh Smith. Um, you you know you didn't you didn't have like this massive deep receiver room where now you've got Brew McCoy, you've got Dante Thornton, Squirrel White, Ramel Keaton, Chaz Nimrod, Caleb Webb, like keep going, the list goes on, right? And so like it's just a different type of um it's a different type of level that tennessee is going to be able to play at this year because the bodies are not just bodies anymore they are quality bodies
1: yeah and yeah you know they were talking about like i know i keep talking about the press conference like they were they were asking hoppel about mincy and crawford like do you want they were asking like do you want your tackle set by the first game and he was like man all these all them dudes are going to have to play and like i think that's what we haven't had in the past like i think you're going to like we haven't been able to su- i mean Our offense is so fast, we we don't have much time to sub anyway. But, like, we got dudes to sub in if we need dudes to sub in. Exactly. And we haven't had that. No, no, no. Especially, like, especially on the defensive side of the ball, really.
0: I don't know if you heard this today uh, or yesterday that Arian Carter, since he's been here since the spring, has gained 20 pounds. Him and Jeremiah T. Lander, both. These freshmen, I'm telling y'all, bro, they are going to play. I promise you they're going to get on the football field. I'm telling you. These young cats are going to get on the field.
1: Bro, I, I just think – you you're talking about freshmen, dude. How are you 18 years old and you're 6'1", 230? I'm talking about Keith Khalif or whatever. I can't say Oh, his the name, running right? back. Yeah, dude. Khalifa Keith. How are you? Six one two thirty, and probably run a four five four six. Freshman at, at freshman, bro. Like who's six, tackling one, two, him? Six one two thirty as a freshman, dog.
0: Like, bro, <laughs> it, it's just exciting. One of the questions that I really loved, and it, you kind of talked about this earlier, uh, but it, it was just kind of like an additive question talking about the spring, and. The Volquests are, you know, whoever it was in their ass, they said in the first practice, if the first practice was clean, you know, Josh Heupel said today was very clean. Mm-hmm. Or, or yesterday, Wednesday was very, very clean. Um, there was there wasn't a lot of just like trash on the field. Like guys played great, guys practiced that they practice hard, they competed at a high level. You know, exactly the things he says. But, you know, someone asked him, like, if practice was clean today, then how much of this information from spring was retained and Hypo goes through and just basically answers. And it's like, you know, when you get back in the, in the summer and you get back now into fall camp, like, all of the stuff has to come faster than it did in spring ball. Cause now we're practicing back to back days and Mm -hmm. every day you got to reset. Like you can't come in every day and dwell on the last day. Like if you had a bad day, you got to get rid of it. You got to reset. I think, I think the word he said was like, you got to reset and grow. And Mm -hmm. um, he was like, offensively look great. Defensively. They look great. Special teams look great. And he was like, I was just pretty pleased with a first day and, Man, like when you hear that, bro. Well, <sighs>
1: and me personally, when I hear like when I when I hear Hoffle talking, when I hear all the coaches talk, like I think you might disagree, you might you might agree with me on this. I think that hype is more this year than it
0: was last year. I think it's a different kind of hype because now we are expecting to be good.
1: Yeah. And I think like, I think like, like I'm not
0: I'm not sitting here thinking about like bro. Yeah. And I, I will get I'll get to this in a second, but I'm not sitting here thinking about virginia to be honest as a fan i'm not i'm like we're gonna no, we're gonna dog walk virginia yeah
1: yeah, yeah. I'm, like I'm that's saying, the I'm, way
0: my mind is right i'm like get me to week three just get me to week three and here in a, in a second and this is gonna be a whole episode that we talk about next week that i can't wait for because y'all know tomorrow the dylan sampson show <laughs> drops can't wait for y'all to listen to that but next week we're gonna talk about it like what is the most imp- What is the most important game on the schedule? And you, you and I both are going to say the same game. It's Florida. It's Florida. We haven't won in the swamp since September of '03. Man, like, and I, I, I can I give can I give can I give the straight up Tennessee family a sneak peek? <laughs> can I can I just say, y'all? I kind of cheated this way, but I have family. Former VFL who will be with us on the week of the Florida game. Oh, And I'm not even going to tell you who it is, but I have family, real family. This brother married my cousin. So we family. (laughs) It's family. And it is going to be an absolutely amazing show. And I can't wait to get him on with us, but just be ready. Like this is, this isn't a VFL that people are like, Oh yeah, I remember him. Nah, you remember him. I, you you remember very well. So um, but I was talking to, I say that because I was talking to him about it. You know, he he actually wanted to come on because during this time when he was playing, like he was like, bro, we hate Alabama more, like way more. Um, but you know, he was like the magnitude now, how the game has changed and how Florida had just had that streak on us for so long, and Tennessee wins in 16. Now we win in 23 or 22 last year. <laughs> This is the year, like that. The curse. You see, when I'm, I'm doing quotations for everybody listening on Apple or Spotify, the curse. Like this is the year where, like, the curse is truly broken. You go down there and you you win in Gainesville. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. <laughs> it's gonna set up the whole thing, bro. It's gonna set up the whole year. So
1: it it is by far the most important game of the season. I think this. I think this game is like the pick game of last
0: year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm glad. And I like having it early. Like mm-hmm. I like, man, like you're three weeks in and you're playing an SEC game like whew, can't wait. But listen, we're going to save that. We're going to save those comments for next week. Y'all Monday is going to be a banger live show. Um, But, man, today we kind of wanted to just chop it up really quickly about the topic. Obviously, you see it in the title, but who do turn think are who does turn and I think the three most exciting players to watch this year for us personally like who are we excited to see three guys um based off of just you know excitement level from us as fans there's no there's no facts about this this is just who we're excited to see and I literally think me and turns answers are completely different and so um I'm very excited about this so um, I want to go first man. I, I think the fir- the first guy that I'm most excited to see this year is Tennessee uh, junior defensive back Wesley Walker. I guess he's really a senior now mm-hmm. but it feels like he's a, a red shirt junior but uh, senior on the field defensive back Wesley Walker man. the impact he made last year early man I think it was the Pittsburgh game you know we're 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 losing to Pittsburgh at the time 17 to 14. Um, Pittsburgh has the ball. Slovis has been getting absolutely obliterated for the last five minutes and we send Wesley Walker on a safety blitz. And I remember calling you and I was like, this dude, Wesley Walker, like the way he flew downfield and he didn't just make a tackle like he emphatically made a tackle that completely turned the game around because we were on our way. We were on the, on the comeback train, but that just, that defensive stop there against Pittsburgh really put us over the hump. And so there was more plays Wesley Walker made. I mean, I think about the orange bowl, man, think about his progression from the Pittsburgh game to the orange bowl. Think about Kentucky. Think about him almost having a pick on Alabama. Like there's multiple things Wesley Walker did well last year. And I think now, In my personal opinion, him stepping into a starting role, he's going to have ample, ample, ample opportunity to prove that not only does not only can he do it, but he belongs here and he will do it. So Wesley Walker, man, I'm very excited to see his progression in year two for him. Um, under Josh Hypel and Tim Banks, man, because Tim Banks is gonna send him and and he he's gonna he's gonna get opportunities to lay some wood, but he's also gonna we're gonna see a lot more about what he can do in coverage, and that makes yeah. me excited too. So
1: you want me to go my one?
0: Oh yeah, baby,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. My number one guy I'm most excited about to see this season is Aaron Beasley. Bees. Bro, I, I just – and I, I think I think I say that because I think the Orange Bowl, you got the full glimpse of what Aaron Beasley can do. Yeah. you. May, I, I mean, I, I'm just looking at stats from the Clemson game, bro. He had 12 total tackles, 10 solos, two assists, and two sacks. And that sack was nasty. Boy, was there quick, if
0: you can remember that, in the Orange Bowl. Oh, I remember. Mean, it was their first drive when Clemson got the ball.
1: Right, and – I don't think he I don't think he gets talked about enough. Because I mean he's kinda I mean I don't want to say he's undersized, but he's kinda undersized in my opinion. Six one, two twenty. I mean, we, we seen him we seen him at camp and we, I was like I thought Beasley'd be, be a little bit bigger than that. You know what I yeah, mean? Bro. But bro, he's a dog. A dog, man. I'm just excited about Beasley. I'm excited to see what he's gonna do this year. I think I don't know, I think he's gonna be one of the leaders on the defense.
0: I think he has to be. I mean, you had Jeremy Banks last year, who was the emotional leader. Um, we don't know how much communication he brought to the, ga- to the game, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we can say it was a lot based off of what happened at South Carolina, right? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. We truly know how much that Jay Banks brought to that room and into this defense. But um, Aaron Beasley is definitely – I I said this on the defensive episode here. It was probably a week ago now, man. Like each group, I I went through each group and I said, who has to be that dog for each group? The the defensive line, it has to be Omari Thomas. Has to be Omari Thomas. He is the leader of this entire defense. Him, and let's go to the secondary, him and Jalen McCullough are the leaders of this entire defense. Mm-hmm. we are going to move at the pace they move. If they out here really out here going crazy, being just alert, attentive, they're alert, they're leading well vocally, but also by actions, like right now in practice. I'm not talking about game one. Like if they are doing this now, bro, I'm telling you right now, it's just going to make that linebacker room get bigger, get faster, get stronger, because that's what they're doing right now. You got, like I told you, Arian Carter, 20 pounds gain. Jeremiah T. Lander, 20 pounds gain. Aaron Beasley, Keenan Pellee. Aaron Beasley has to be the best guy in that linebacker room all year for us, man. And he has to stay healthy.
1: Yeah. And he's got experience. I think experience is a big thing too. I mean, this is
0: a third year as a true starter. Third year, man. Third year under and in this system.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he knows, I mean, and the thing about Beasley too, Beasley, is great in coverage. Great. Honestly, if you look back and if you go back and look, yeah,
0: Aaron Beasley has to be it. So, um, Go ahead with your second. My second one. Changing it from earlier.
1: Defensive side of the ball. Slaughter.
0: Denico.
1: I think he's going to be a dog.
0: I think he's going to be an absolute dog. You corner. know, they were talk. They were talking about on the two minute drill yesterday. Um, just talking about different guys and you know how how they, how they looked. And things like that, and they said, you know, the thing that we found out, you know, that everybody always asks the questions like, well, who's who's looking this, who's looking better, like, what do you know? And he said, the thing that we found out is that Danico Slaughter is a corner, and he believes that he's a corner, and that <laughs> that to me, yeah, lets me know that he probably on that field starting game one, dude, hundred percent. I th- I think so. I
1: think he starts on. At corner, I don't know who's going to be on the other side, but I think he is. I think he is for sure one of your starting corners.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I agree, man. I think Danico Slaughter is going to have a massive year. I think he has the opportunity to really separate himself and and, and plant himself as a corner. Right? He came in as a safety. Um, his freshman year was the COVID year with Jeremy Pruitt. I don't know if you remember this. Like I can remember him playing because if I'm not mistaken. Either it was either Trey Flowers or Tank had broke their thumb or something. Uh, McCullough played with a
1: big old thing,
0: yeah. That was, I remember that. Um, So did Trey Flowers, right? Yeah, but somebody didn't play, and Danico Slaughter started that game against South Carolina in the COVID year. I'll never forget that. It was at South Carolina, it was the first game, yeah, first game. And Danico Slaughter played, and I was like, "Who is this dude,
1: bro?" And it's just so crazy sitting here thinking about like, like you know, you got Danico, you got Burrell, like you, and you got like, like, like it, it, it keeps going. Ludi Lolly, Jerry Ludi Lolly, like he
0: call him Jerry Ludi, L- Jerry Ludi Lottie.
1: <laughs> Jerry Ludi Lolly, something. L- His name Ludi is
0: Dottie. Gabe Judy Lolly, Jerry Ludi Lottie. Gabe uh, Judy Lolly, <laughs> Gabe Judy Lolly. I got the Ludi Lottie. Jerry something. Judy Lolly. <laughs> Something laddy. <lot-y>.
1: But <laughs> talking about that like like I don't know man, it's crazy. The I, I keep talking about it, the depth we have at these positions. Like I just think back to that Bama game last year. Bro, that during that last Bama drive, we had on a walk on Was it corner or was it safety? William Wright. Yeah, a walk on on the field.
0: Which hey. He did his thing, but
1: still I mean, we were not deep at all.
0: No. That's where we were. We had a walk on on the field (laughs) against Alabama in the last biggest drive of the game. (laughs) The biggest drive of the game. Lord have mercy, man. Oh man. My my second guy, man, that I am uh, most excited to see this year is Tennessee running back Dylan Sampson, not because he's on the show, but I just think, man, Sam showed us a lot last year. He showed us how explosive he could be. He showed us how, um, how, 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 how quick he is to learn. Um, You know, last year, everybody was just so on him for his pass-blocking abilities. Um, He tells us in the show that you'll see tomorrow, man, that he's actually gained five pounds. He's at 195 now. And, man, I'm telling you, five pounds makes a difference in football um, because you know that that's not five pounds of fat, right? Like, he's gained five pounds of muscle. He's got a little bit bigger. You know, even spending time with him this summer, you could definitely tell, like, he got bigger in the right ways. His thighs are a little bigger. You could tell that his back was a little bigger. You know, you could tell those things and you could also tell from videos, man, there was a crazy video that I saw like a little over a week ago with him, Jay, yeah. Wright, And Jabari just working on bags and his explosiveness. And inc- I was just like,
1: and, yeah. And I, I agree, man. And, I'm, and I, you'll hear it on the podcast. This boy, or this dude works
0: works puts works. in the work puts in the work to be successful and i, I just think that he's poised for a big year I, I think he has the opportunity to solidify himself uh in in 2024 as the guy him and jay right i mean who's to say this man let's just say this Jalen wright's a junior
1: mm-hmm.
0: who's to say jay wright don't go crazy and goes to the league this year you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he could get draft. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 he can Dylan Sampson has the opportunity to, to solidify himself as RB1 going into 24 this season. He's going to play. We know that the way that the running back room works now, man, it's like, man, you could, you could, you could play three running backs in a drive. Oh, by far, you know? And so Dylan Sampson is going to get on the field. And so I think with D Samp, it's how much does he, how much. Room, how much impact does he make with the opportunities given early? Obviously, Virginia, he's going to have an opportunity early to play in that football game. You know, I don't know how true this is, but you know, um, in the quarterback running back drills that Tennessee does, Joe Milton's normally handing the ball off to who's the the starting one, right? Mm -hmm. And then it goes Joe, and then it goes to Nico, and then it goes to Gaston Moore. Mm -hmm. I saw that today or, or or yesterday, and it was Joe and Jay Wright,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Nico and D Samp, and it was Gaston Moore and Jabari Small. And so <laughs> I was very like, uh what? And so yeah. I'm I mean, interested to it, see it, how that forms because I think that's going to have a lot of impact on you know how much excitement I, I really am going to have for D samp going into uh September 2nd.
1: Yeah, and I mean, man, if you if honestly you're thinking about it, like I think that kind of comes, like,
0: I feel like that's hard as a coach,
1: like with the three, the running back room Tennessee has, because it's like, you know, everybody knows Bari, he's got a bad shoulder. I mean, it's bad. So it's like, it's one of them things like, do you use Bari sparingly? Not And by, by sparingly, I don't mean like, He's only going to see the ball like two, three times a game. I don't mean that. I mean, it's like, do you let like Jalen Wright or D Samp like in the, like get in the trenches? And then when you need that one, two, three yards, like you put Bari in. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Barry's going to be third string. I don't believe that. I think Barry's the starter. Bari's the starter. But I wonder if it's one of those things like it's hard as a coach, like, you know, knowing Barry's past in his shoulder. Like I don't know, man. Like you don't you don't want him like just in the trenches, just like bow, 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 taking hits on that shoulder. You know what I mean? So I yeah, think I think all, I think all three backs are gonna see the ball a lot. Maybe yeah. and
0: maybe maybe 10 a game. Each. And then yeah. and you're kind of feeding that hot hand once you get to the second half, you know, yeah. kinda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel I feel that too a lot. And so um man, man, the the last guy. Um, that I'm we got, most ex- we I'm, got the
1: same one, so we can talk about it. I changed my oh, mind earlier. Oh,
0: you did. Okay, so we're both we're all on the same page here. The last guy that we're both most excited to see is is Oregon transfer, Slap or uh, not Slap Mac Big Mac number one, Dante Thornton Jr. Um, I don't know, man. I just been, I I've seen too much film, bro. Like well, the film don't lie.
1: No, and you see what Joey Halsley said today.
0: Would it, oh yeah, I did. Yeah, he said that he, he's just rare. He's got rare yeah. traits.
1: Said he's a freak. There's good players, and then there's guys that have rare traits. That guy's extremely rare,
0: and what he can do on a football field. I mean, I've seen too much film Turner, and he didn't even get enough clock at Oregon. That's the thing that makes me so excited. The fact that Dante, you can play inside. Okay, we can line you up against a a a, a nickel who's gonna be about six foot. He's gonna weigh about 190 to 205, maybe. You weigh 205, you're 6'5, and you're going to outrun him, period. Right? Or you're gonna, or we can put you outside against a bigger corner and just throw it up and say, hey, dude, go get it. Like, he he ain't small either. No, man, 6'5, 205. Like, that's a great, that's great size because what it it does is, yes, at 6'5, you got to think, Joe Milton's 235, so Joe, Joe outweighs him 30 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. But at the receiver position, how physical is he going to be at that weight? Man, he's going to be able to go mano-a-mano with the guy that lines up in front of him. I double-triple-dog dare you to put a lot – like those stacked formations last year where Kentucky, stupidity, putting linebackers on Jalen Hyatt, do that, do that to Dante Thornton and just see what happens. Dude, and that's what I'm so excited about with Dante Thornton,
1: because like you said, he didn't get enough clock at Oregon. He did not. And and Josh Hopple and Joey Halsley, they are like that. That that is that is what this offense is about. It's not a. Of course, it's about going fast, but it's about creating mismatches. That's all they it. do. And you get it. you get him on a backer. I mean, it's a no brainer. Don't, just throw him the ball. It's six every time. You know what I mean? Like, and that's with like, whoever, man, you put, put a linebacker on Squirrel White.
0: It's I over. mean, <laughs> you know, something Brew McCoy said on, um on Tuesday when they did a lot of the player interviews was, or uh, they asked him, you know, Brew, you know, you've been here now, this is year two under the system. Like, how are you feeling about this wide receiver room? And, and Brew said, you know, The difference between this year and last year is that I feel like every time one of us touches the ball, it can be an explosive play. Mm. Like he's like, it doesn't. He literally is like, now it doesn't have to be a fifty-yard bomb to Jalen. It doesn't have to be uh, a quick post um, that we can just take to the house. Like it can be a screen. It could be a five-yard out route. And somebody just takes it and just makes a play. He's like, I just feel like this room is so explosive. And man, Dante brings that. I don't know if you've seen Brew too, man. Like Brew looks amazing.
1: Yeah, bro. And we kind of we kind of talked about this earlier on the phone, man. I, he
0: he was my third,
1: but I'm more I'm more excited to see Dante Thornton. But he was really close to the third was Ramel yeah. Keaton. Yeah. Well, I think Ramel developed like when he got put, he got put on spot last year. Cedric yep. Tillman goes out. It's like, hey, Ramel, it, it, you got to step up. You know what I it's,
0: mean? You saying this right now makes me think that they, the, they asked Joe Milton on Tuesday. They said, Joe, you know, do you think that Ramel's rapport with you is gonna, you know, is that gonna help him get on the field? I'm thinking like, that's the that's not a good question. Like, because I'm friends with Joe, like, it's going to help me get on the field. And Joe literally said, I thought Ramel played, like, a lot last year. Like, he literally said, he said, am I remembering right? Or didn't Ramel, like, do his thing last year? Like, he literally said it like that. And he's like, he's like man, Ramel is working. He's like, I see him in here all the time on the jugs, like 40-yard jugs, 10-yard jugs, 50-yard jugs. Like, he's on the jugs all the time. He's working. He's opening up as a leader. He's like, Ram- Ramel is going to be great this year.
1: He had the best catch, in my opinion, last year. Oh, this
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: That, best catch all year. Not the clutchest catch, but the best catch all year by far.
0: Man, that was a big catch, bro. Ninety-nine yard drive to catch that, like on on third and on second and seven. That's what yeah. that was.
1: Yeah, I mean that's full. He's full blown extended. On full that.
0: blown extendo. You hear what I'm talking about? Full blown. But you know, going back to Dante, as we wrap up the show today, man, like the problems he is going to create. The speed is elite. The hands are elite. The body is elite. And it is ready to play at the SEC level. I, again, I told you this, man, months ago, I said they didn't hold him out of spring for no reason.
1: Well, and man, I, I think you'll agree with me. Some, some players just don't fit in the system the right way. Yeah. And I think that's one thing I'm so excited about is that he fits the system. Perfect. Perfect. And like, I'm not, I'm not dissing Oregon's coaches. I'm really not. I'm not, I'm, so, I'm not saying that right now. I no. am. Thank you. <laughs> but, like, you got a dude that's 6'5", 205, you know, runs a 4'6".
0: Like. Oh, he's faster than 4'6".
1: Like, you got to utilize him more. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're, like,
0: I don't know. He's way faster than 4'6". Four, 4'5"? Four, uh, somebody said he ran a 4'4", four, four, bro. Clocked Fofo. Fofo's I'm tipping. Wood grain I'm gripping. Catch me lane switching with the paint dripping. You know what I'm talking
1: about? So let's see. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Dante Thornton is six foot five. He's been reported to run a four four forty. I told you. That's <laughs> that's moving. I told you. That's moving,
0: moving. Y'all we're 29 days away man tomorrow the dylan sampson show drives we've been talking about it all week we're so excited to finally release this man and let y'all tap in with us it is a banger man today was a banger as well y'all uh enjoy the show tomorrow um but also man enjoy this one you know go back like comment subscribe join the channel man right now we are (laughs) i'm so excited bro i'm so excited i just it just feels right like to wake up and know that on monday tuesday wednesday at any any one of those three days i'm gonna get some josh hypo interviews i'm gonna get some player interviews i'm gonna get some a position coach interviews i'm gonna get two-minute drills from vol quest like it's here bruh it is here facts y'all y'all know what to do man we still got to get to 1k can we get 1,000 subscribers in the next 29 days before tennessee plays virginia Y'all got to help us do it, man. Help us get there. It will be a story to tell. We're grinding right now. Y'all rocking with us. Keep doing it, man. We love you. We thank you for the support. Uh, for my dog, Turner, it's your boy, Ruck, in the Builder, man. And it has been uh, the Straight Up Tennessee podcast on a Thursday, man. Reminder, again, we'll be back uh, tomorrow, Dylan Sampson Show. And then after the D-SAMP show, man, we'll see y'all next week. You already know the vibes, man. It's your boy, Ruck, in the building. We love y'all again. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's straight up Tennessee, baby. Yes, sir.